0: Podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling
1: shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate dot Hello and welcome to the final episode of There and Back Again, the Pod Syndicate bonus show, where myself and two other hosts of Pod Syndicate shows look back at Peter Jackson's Middle Earth saga. That's the three Lord of the Rings films and the three Hobbit films. I'm Jordan McGrath, and I'm joined by... Uh,
0: Becky Foster. Hello, everyone.
2: Ian Loring. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all well.
1: Yes. So, as I said, this is a final one. We've been on quite the journey. Um, it's been emotional. It's been emotional. Uh, it, it might have been the journey of diminishing returns, but <laughs> we could get into that. <laughs> <laughs> But as we said, we are one of the Pod Syndicate bonus shows. So if you do want some more great film, podcasts, TV, pop culture, anything that you do fancy, go over to wearepodsyndicate.com or over to Pod Syndicate on YouTube and check out all those. And yes, we might as well get right into it. And I'm going to start with you, Becky. Okay. So we're on to these, this final film. Um, and and there's there's trilogies in the past but what do you look for in the final installment of a saga or a trilogy and does the hobbit deliver it
0: Uh, i think i think all you can ask really you've already got the um well theoretically you've already got the emotional connection to the characters you're invested in the story the the final one really just needs to wrap everything up in a in a satisfying way it doesn't need to necessarily round everything out but you need to feel like you know beginning middle end that is it's perfect for a trilogy and um yeah it should it should round it out i think um i don't i mean this this does that in a way obviously it's um sorry my cat's just attacking guitar strings over um, <laughs> sorry so um I, I think everything's relatively boxed off as much as it can be given that it's a, a trilogy of, of prequels. And obviously it's by by its nature open-ended because it's then leading into the Lord of the Rings trilogy in some weird kind of Mobius strip. But um, I don't know that it necessarily felt particularly satisfying, if that makes sense. Um I have the same complaints with this one as I did with um, The Return of the King in that it, it gets to a point and then it just it's just combat for the rest of the movie and it it's just kind of boring so yes obviously there's a little bit of story after all the fighting but there's a big chunk in there where it's just keeping track of who's fighting who and side you're on and that's made a bit easier obviously by the fact that the orcs are very distinctive but i don't know it just i found myself zoning out and when that's essentially the middle chunk of the film and then you've got to try and wrangle yourself back for the end it's a bit bit difficult
1: Mm. how about you in how how did sit with you the battle of the five armies
2: yeah, I mean, I think the big problem here is that it's really, really hard to give any fucks of any kind. Um, it, you know, Bilbo, you know, he's going to be all right in the end. So it's like, okay, so what is he going to bring to the, the the table? And essentially, he is Sam to Foreign's Frodo for uh, an accelerated like ring. Um, uh, esque uh, 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 story beat involving the gold mm. you know the dragon sickness and it, 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 it it's very difficult because as soon as foreign starts coming to that it's like okay well he's going to fucking die at the end then isn't he and I, I, I honestly couldn't fucking remember how this ended I, I promise you that Um, and it's like okay yeah so he's going to have some, he's going to have some sort of noble sacrifice at the end got it and you know Two hours later, there it is. Um, yeah, I, I. I think we said before it's so hollow. This this trilogy of films, it's so. It, it, the, the, the 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 intent behind it just feels so clear, and by this one, it's just like, fuck it. People liked the battles in the Two Towers and Return of the King, didn't they? Let's just do that and it it, it, very little of it satisfying it all feels like it's just really shot against green screens on this one like it feels like there was barely any location like new zealand location work except for maybe shooting plates to then stick cg on top of it um and yeah i um yeah very very much out on this one but I, I, you know the Dwarfs, i think I, I i think everybody gives a decent performance to their level martin freeman does the patented blink look down blink again <laughs> say something thing quite a lot and the kind of like the the, the 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 stumbling speech with it you know like that that feels very much like he did that he almost did that in the office and then just like put that in his bag of tricks. Um, a big fan of James Nesbitt getting royalties. Right. <laughs> um, I, I, I did like that. I did like that scene with him and Frodo where he, you know, he's just like, Oh, oh well. you know, I've got a, a bomber's going to be on the next watch. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like, I like that moment. Yeah, this is a trilogy i will quite happily never watch again until the day i die jordan
1: <laughs> well for me it's it's not only not really till you get to this installment of the trilogy that where the real failures start to show because when the real drama starts to happen and when those dominoes start to fall this is when you understand do you care or do you not? So (laughs) when people do start to die, it's does it have any sort of emotional reaction? Does it land? And for me, the resounding answer (laughs) is no. It's we're supposed to care about Evangeline Lilly's character and uh, Killy. I completely forgot he died in this movie. No, but I didn't care.
0: There is a um, lot of time as well dedicated to that whole thread, considering it's not <laughs> even part of the, the actual story. Like, yeah. it's yeah. made up. I and just, it, it's so difficult to care.
1: <laughs> and that's it. And when we do finally get the throw down between Thorin and Azog, I'm feeling that in the script it was down as, do you know what? This is going to be like some sort of, like, built up like a rocky fight however it isn't and it just happens like i I Mm. genuinely was thinking okay where is this going to go but i really do not care like (laughs) i don't care that thorin gets his revenge or if azog wins it's when you're thinking you've spent so long with these characters and you still have these feelings of complete emptiness regarding the characters is like well this actually was just a waste of time mm. and that is i think the sad part about it because all i can think of is peter jackson sitting in his director's chair just huffing and puffing and sighing and everything thinking i don't really want to be here but I've been made to, and he does get some flourishes. Like, I actually think it's part of the extended scene, so I can't, I can't remember it. And I, to be honest, I think it is the scene that got this film, its 15th certificate, the extended edition, and that is the um, the ride to Ravenhill. It's the goat chariot scene where it is, there's so much blood, so much decapitations, yeah. Um, so much violence, and it's just sort of like, do you know what that sequence alone was maybe worth me watching this? But that, yeah. that's part of the extended. You didn't even get that in the theatrical cut, <laughs> so it's you don't even get the fun part. You just get the the dour and the serious. And like I think, and I, maybe I've um, gone back on my own word here because part of the unexpected journey, which didn't really land for me in the first time round, was how silly it was. And I was like, it felt childlike and it felt like it was for a completely different audience. But if you look at the the Unexpected Journey and the Battle of the Five Armies and say, these are made for the same audience, the tonal <laughs> shift so cool. is bonkers.
0: Mm. See, that's what I liked about Unexpected Journey. It felt lighter and it felt like tonally similar to... To the book which is it's more of a fun kind of ride than lord of the rings is whereas this was just yeah just very serious
2: <laughs> uh, and, but i mean i don't know like so the action just it, 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 it shouldn't be a, a derogatory term and it not it isn't necessarily but it's just because they are two different mediums but a lot of the action felt very video gamey to me and yeah. it, it's, but it's that whole thing of like watching somebody else play. A, it, no, Twitch is huge, but watching people play a video game isn't necessarily entertaining. I suppose it's like the personality who's playing it is the is the entertaining thing. But you you have that scene where Saruman and Galadriel show up, and it it's like the the like the black spirit thing is kind of like shifting around, and it's it, it's almost like you expect like a quick tight like you fucking Saruman's <laughs> like like comes. And then it's like the camera is going to shift to like a third person camera behind him. And then you're going to have to fucking time when this thing's going to shift so mm. that you can roll and then whack it. You know, it, it's
0: similarly. Yeah, I, I, mm. Sorry,
2: go on. No, no, please.
0: I was going to say the the scene where um, Legolas is fighting is the bulk.
1: Oh, yeah. The, the, the one with the weird eye.
0: And the, and the sort of bridge thing starts collapsing. That feels like a quick time event. Like you'd
2: have to yeah. press
0: triangle to get him to jump to the next one, then square, then triangle. And yeah. And it's all in really, really bad, like slow-mo. The effects on that bit are horrific.
2: Yeah. I, I it, it, it's, I just, it's not fun to watch. And the thing is, we unexpected journey, which, you know, I, I, I said when we, when we took a look at that, I like that more than I did the first time round. And I think it, You know, it is because it's a bunch of characters going on a journey, you know, and you but there's so fucking many of them that it's really hard to keep up with which one's which. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas with The Fellowship, even though The Fellowship is introduced like halfway through that film, those bonds are just formed so strongly, so quickly that that then carries you as it splits them up for the for the for the second two films. Here, I honestly can only tell you that Bomber is called Bomber because he's fat like a bomb. <laughs> you know, I, I, like James Nesbitt, he is James Nesbitt. You know, Ken Stott, he is Ken Stott, could not tell you their fucking names. And, and, and I, you know, they're all just nice. You know, that's about, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, James Nesbitt, I, I, I like that he woke up late in the second one. I thought that was funny that's about all i've got you know so (laughs) like you say george it's here is where if you're in it it could fucking sing if you're not in you are going to spend two hours 40 minutes fucking staring at the screen while shit just goes into your retinas and that's what this was to me but I can't say it's all bad because it's still a Peter Jackson, middle earth film. And there's just a vibe there, which I like. And I like the, the, the full circle nature at the end where it, you know, it ends and it's fucking Bilbo answering the daughter Gandalf, you know, that, yeah. that's cool. I really like that. And I really fucking wish this other stuff in this film. I like more, but, Peter Jackson, he was in a tight spot. I would have fucking loved to have seen what Guillermo del Toro did with this, because you know there would be some different shit going on here. Mm. It, you know, I I I wonder whether he might have even pushed the the, the violence a little bit more, quite. But I mean, it, it, yeah,
1: it, it's one of those things though. As well, it's like it feels like when Guillermo del Toro dropped out, and Jackson was like, "Okay, well, I'll I'll direct these. Um, how are the scripts?" well, they might need a couple more passes, and it's like, they'll be all right. Uh, We'll we'll shoot what's there, and we'll we'll edit around it. It's just the fact that it's when you've got a battle scene that lasts for easily over an hour, but has absolutely no drive to it. Mm. Like, what is it going towards? Like, for example, you've got the two... um, say so the battles of Battle of Helm's Deep, which is you know the sort of fighting to the to death, but you don't even really feel that with this um, battle mm-hmm. because it's just there's so many different. Well, it's called the Battle of the Five Armies, but there's so many different sort of motivations going into that battle that it just becomes like a battle royale and it loses all its impetus and it's just white noise that's happening. It's like I don't care about um, Lee Pace and his Entirety, like his story of he wants these diamonds because where the hell did that come from? And you've got Legolas and I also, it's Thanguel or um, Evangeline, this character I can't always forget. Yeah. Toriel. Their sort of side oh, story. Toriel, yeah. Toriel, sorry. But it's like, I know, I, f- I do feel sorry for, but I don't because you got pay a paycheck, but he got to go back. But Orlando Bloom, <laughs> for it being a prequel, <laughs> To lord of the rings and for him to have to play an ageless being to come back and it's obviously not in the same shape he his looks
2: face looks bigger he,
1: yeah Sorry. it is he, his face looks wide and bloated and there's
0: some weird smoothing going on i think with his face like he looks plasticky
1: i think there's probably being pulled back as in like your proper like get your Hair tip. I'm trying to get an old full
0: facelift.
1: Yeah, like like drag queens do, basically.
0: (laughs) But he's weirdly, like, oddly, uh, like, more mature seeming as well as a personality, considering he's supposed to be way younger.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, he seems more, he seems like they've tried to make him wise and, like, super responsible and stuff, whereas he's a bit more, um, rash in the lord of the rings movies after, it, i think it just seemed odd
1: doesn't it, like, seem, so, yeah, it doesn't seem like the same character at all
2: no. well he's he's had his heart broken by fucking toriel and then in um the lord of the rings films he meets Gimli. he's like fuck it i'm just gonna fuck about with this dwarf for the rest of my life this is great <laughs> fair
0: play bit of a way off
1: i mean exactly. is there anything that like you you really enjoyed in this Is is there any sort of redeeming features Um, that you you um
2: got i've got another bugbear right right? that i just need to get out it fucking really weirded me out that this is the only one out of these six films that basically starts at at essentially just like you pressed pause on the previous film went to have a drink came back pressed play Mm. like the others there's a you know you like what like a flashback or just a bit of like setup whereas here it it opens with um like the town uh lake town just before um smile comes you know it, it is literally bilbo says what have we done like goes to black fade up town and that just from a consistency point of view that already kind of discombobulated me like you can see where they originally went, this is going to be two. Like we're only going to do two films here, and it's it's almost like right. They just got a fucking rolling pin, got took the second film and just smashed the living shit out of it until it became two films, and then they just cut it down the middle. And that's really it even me. It the- obviously didn't bother you two, so never mind. But I have no, got like, it out okay, there. Honest, like, yeah, the thing is, they always
1: do start with some sort of prologue, and the fact that this didn't mm-hmm. is a bit strange.
0: Yeah, it's like you just just straight into it. Yeah.
2: Just the rhythm of it fucked with me. And then it's basically, sorry, it's like the opening 15 minutes, then Smaug dies, then it says the Battle of the Five Armies. It's just like, no, that was the last 15 minutes of the previous film, but you yeah. had to end on a fucking cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it, uh, yeah. anyway. But
1: it's, and it's Lake Town as well, because you, you've got the story of Lake Town in the second one, and it's just, they have no idea what to do with those characters, how to use them, how they're going to end up um, and how they're going to like fulfill their arcs in this one. They just feel lost. I mean, the fact that the sniveling servant guy has so much screen time in this yeah. film is horrendous. Like, what death. is the point in that guy?
2: Yeah. he's just the fact that Bard keeps him around. It's like, no, right. you're on the bottom fucking rung, mate. Fuck off! Yeah, I, uh. he's like the worm tongue of
0: this trilogy, though, isn't he? But that's but worm tongue
2: well, I, mean, I think I think
1: has a bit more gravitas to him, and well, he's played by Blumen. Oh, I forgot his name. Brad, um, Brad DeRiff, who is wonderful, <laughs> um, and just eats up the scenery. Where this this chap is, it, his character seems to be that he has a monobrow.
2: But then also, I mean, like worm tongue. He's with Bernard Hill. Bernard Hill gets demagicked by Gandalf, and then Mm. Bernard Hill kicks him the fuck out. Yeah. It makes makes sense. You know, Bard is going to end up getting killed by some person who wants to take over, who becomes his assistant, and just fucking knifes him. Lake Town's fucked. Bard's too naive.
1: (laughs) I'm so disappointed like the thing is I just wanted it to be fun I wanted it I knew it was going to be a lot of action and I, and I was just thinking Do you know what maybe that's just something I need but it's when you when you can't make fighting fun in film especially with a bit more of like a tongue-in-cheekness to it there's something wrong and it's just it's lacking of heart and it's lacking of a loving touch to it um, which obviously uh, the Lord of the Rings films had. And as I said, the Unexpected Journey, it just, it just needed to have a bit more soul and, and pride in it. it. It felt like nobody cared. Like The pride they had had completely been wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just such a disappointing end to this saga. And I say... Hopefully they'll go back, because so I know there's going to be an Amazon TV show, and I, and I want to see more Middle-earth stuff. I like the world. Um, I like the beings, and I like what stories they could tell in that world, but it's this, for me, is even worse than Desolation of Smaug, and that one really yeah. disappointed me.
0: I feel like, as well, with the... Yeah. um. The, the the deaths of, is it Philly, Killian then Thorin that all die mm. in very quick succession so mm. you've spent three movies with these characters and then they all just get knocked off really quite quickly from each other and they've developed the characters not so much Philly but uh, Killian Thorin obviously and then they're just, they're just fucking dead, it just felt that felt disrespectful from like a writing point of view to the characters that they've obviously they've put effort into developing them. They've tried to make you actually give a shit about them and then they just fucking kill them off with not an awful lot of ceremony.
1: Hmm. Well, that's it, because even Boromir got a bit of ceremony. and he, Like, like the thing is, yeah, we we spend, what, maybe an hour and 10 minutes, an hour and 20 minutes of screen time with Boromir in Fellowship of the Ring. And his impact is felt throughout that entire rest of the runtime. When we spend yeah. three hours, three films with Philly and Killy, they die and we don't care. <laughs>
2: yeah well i mean and, and this is the thing i mean like with Killy and foreign they've done more like they, they've done the legwork in terms of screen time for them but uh, i mean like a fucking uh, did aiden turner's brother that shit's fucking hilarious it's <laughs> like in my mind in my mind he just gets like pushed off something and then he <laughs> just fucking falls down and that's yeah and it, it yeah i Foreign. I mean, I will say, so like Richard Armitage, I, th- I think does really, really good work in these films, and he is saddled with just fucking bullshit character. Um, but I like his relationship with Bilbo, um and you know his is kind of like dying words to Bilbo. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I think they're they're good. They're, they're relatively touching. But no, you're right, because like they're fucking like funeral. It's what? It's like one shot of the other dwarfs looking a bit sad.
1: Mm. On on the waterfall basically, I'd say. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. Um but I don't know. Peter Jackson was in a tight spot. He didn't have a lot of time. He had a lot of people relying on him in terms of like jobs. And it it's just the fact you can tell it's not made with any passion. Like mm. his his Beatles thing, which is coming out in August, Get Back. You know that is just gonna have passion running through its fucking veins. You know, um, and, and the um, ah, uh, what was the the, the World War One one where he colorized all the footage? Oh,
1: they they, sh- they shall grow old or they shall not they shall,
2: grow old? They shall not grow old. I, you know it's like breathtaking stuff, you know, I just, God, I don't ever want Peter Jackson to feel like contractual obligation ever again, but that that's all of these films.
1: But the thing is, and that's it, and you feel the passion, like I am one of those people. Um, I know I am in the few, in the minority here, but I absolutely adore his King Kong. I think it is superb. And you do feel the love in that. And you can you feel how he's trying to craft something important there. Now I think he did try to do that with the Lovely Bones as well, but that was an absolute car crash of a film. Like who's who's watched that film within the last fifteen years? I'm probably yeah. saying no one.
2: I mean, um, like literally, Stanley Tucci at the Oscars looks embarrassed when they play the clip when he's when yeah. he got nominated. Like that's the, lo- the all you need to know about the Lovely blo- Bones. Is the clip of him just kind of like shrugging his shoulders and going, "Yeah," at it. <laughs> it's incredible.
0: It's such a shame though because it is a really
2: good book. Now, somebody will have yeah. another crack at that at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I think they will. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we're probably coming to an end, which is like it's such a it's such a downer after like watching all these films and trying to get something out of it that it just ends on the that, it's it's. Endings are hard, but I think this one screws the pooch a little bit. It's like, for example, I mean, everybody hates Game of Thrones season eight. Um, I haven't seen any of the show, but from what reactions I've seen, Line of Duty has not ended well. Everyone's
0: endings, very angry at Line of Duty, aren't they?
1: <laughs> yeah, but endings are really difficult. But it's when you give yourself a situation like, Putting these films into, uh, putting this book into three films, then you adding the pressure onto yourself, and mm. I kind of have no sympathy because of that. It's like you you wanted to try and bleed this stone, and it didn't work. I mean, don't get me wrong, they made the money, but they will have zero cultural significance in twenty years time. Whereas mm. Lord of the Rings, I think, is one of those where Give it twenty years and it will age as Star Wars has aged, and um, the original trilogy. And people will love it and go back to it over and over again. It's just this is going to be. Well, it's it's going to be the prequel trilogy, which is exactly what it is, um, which is it, it's very much a shame.
0: Yeah, I mean to be fair, I'm not particularly taken with either of the trilogies, um. I probably will not watch any of those six movies again but quality wise the lord of the rings is significantly better than the hobbit one
2: are you going to take a take a crack at the lord of the rings tv show Bex? I don't
0: know i don't know that i'm i don't know that i care enough about middle earth at this point i might do once i get over my anger at the last two hobbit movies cuz i was <laughs> when 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 we started it i was i was really quite like dubious about watching the hobbit movies when we we spoke about it i I really like the book and i've not seen them before and blah 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 and then i watched the first one and i was like actually this might not be that bad i really enjoyed this first one this is great this could be fun and then the last two are just shit yeah and yeah.
2: it's
0: just really disappointing
2: Yeah. I might I might uh, have to uh, edit my letterbox ranking down now. We're talking about it <laughs> I gave it two out of five and I think it probably squeaked to one point
1: five. It, it, I think there's enough filmmaking prowess, on a technical level to give it I I rated it two. Um but I think yeah. my my ratings are a bit the way I rate things are a little bit different than than yourself, Ian. But sure. yeah, I think it, it it looks like a film. It feels like a film. It's just ex- executed story wise poorly.
2: Yeah, I did, the thing. Thanks is, for listening, it's, folks. Sorry. sorry,
1: Yeah, it's such a downer. It is really such
2: a downer. But so, sorry, Bex.
0: No, I was just going to say it, it, it. I still stand by what I said right at the start: is that they fucked it by making it three movies. Mm.
2: All
0: that, all that extraneous fact. <laughs> that just makes you switch off and fucking stop caring and the long fights and stuff like that in it could could have all just been kept to a reasonable length and if they'd just done the right fucking thing I mean even two movies you could have probably got away with but three is just ridiculous for the amount of story that's in that story
2: hmm yep.
1: oh well yeah. never mind <laughs> we'll <will> find <laughs> i feel like a, a disappointed parent it's like just try harder next time
0: you've let us down you've let yourself down let everybody down That's
2: i it. will say um the uh middle earth shadow of war is on xbox game pass at the moment so i'm downloading that i uh <laughs> if you two haven't played shadow of mordor that game's solid as fuck yeah. that game is fun and uh, Shadow Wars, the sequel. It's like, it, it has given me a bit of a. I could probably spend a bit more time in this world if there's like orcs I can just punch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Fair play. Yeah.
2: Mm.
1: Right then. I think that will bring to a close um, our Middle Earth saga. And we say with a, bit, with a bit of a whimper, but hey, it was a journey worth taking. Um, peaks at the start and then troughs at the end, but what can you do about that? Um And yeah, that is goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit.
0: It was a, it was a simultaneous goodbye. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so I, as beginning, if you want to see any, or listen to any other great podcasts or watch some good YouTube content, head over to wearepodsyndicate.com and well, listen and watch to your heart's content. Um, We'll probably, hopefully, I mean, we'll, I'm looking at doing different bonus shows, so you might be able to find a different franchise to to watch and, and do. That'd all be fun. I don't know if you guys are up for that. Yeah, yeah, hell
2: yeah. It. definitely, yeah.
1: Spot on. Um, Maybe something we haven't watched before, but I, I don't know if that could be even possible. yeah, that is it. And we'll put to an end of there and back again. And yeah, I'm done. I've completely like talking about this film has dripped and drabbed energy, oh, your energy. Yeah. 35 <laughs> minutes I started with such a nice
2: I was trying to do like uh, backing music George
1: oh right okay <laughs> I was I actually was enjoying the theme tune even though I don't think that, that theme tune is within this franchise <laughs> it,
0: it, it just sapped
1: all the energy out of me talking about it because it's just such a disappointing feature film but hey
2: I'll, I'll do one from the hobbit films if you want i've got some dishes and i'm gonna throw a dish to the guy over there and then i'm gonna rub this dish and bilbo baggins wants us to clean up his house and yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> what a way to end
0: it was bye-bye folks <laughs> bye